guys this is podcast as above so below i'm juliana luna how are you (laughs) i'm pretty good right now i'm like actually chilling again i'm sitting in a car just looking at myself talking and yeah it's like 11 o'clock um it just got done raining but i still got the little water droplets on the window and it's a vibe like i'm chilling i'm ready to you know hop into this podcast and talk about what i need to talk about because I feel like this is a really good topic. It's a good topic that resonates with me. And some of the points that I'm going to be hitting throughout the podcast, I feel like can resonate and be relatable for a lot of people, especially with the kind of audience that this podcast is mainly projecting. Um, Just real quick, I wanted to just give a big shout out to all my listeners. Thank you guys so much for, you know, just all the support. I've been working so hard to push myself mentally, physically to do this podcast. You know, I, I, I don't have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I literally have no idea what I'm doing. And just your guys' positive feedback is so motivating. It's so motivating. You guys have no idea. And, um, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much because it means a lot. You know, I've been getting constructive criticism and then the most good, like, compliments and I'm just very thankful for all the support, you know, like I said, and if you follow me on Instagram, uh, JujuXLuna, and then I have my little, uh, spam page, I guess, in my bio, um, if you follow my Instagram, I mentioned how, like, you know, it might not be 100k views, or, I mean, 100k, uh, listeners, I'm so used to TikTok, 100k listeners, but it's the listeners that I do have, and those listeners are so supportive, so again, if you listen to my first podcast, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I am very appreciative. Um, We're going to hop into our breath work. Uh, I'm going to ask you to get into like a comfortable position. Just make sure, you know, you feel comfortable. You can close your eyes. You don't have to. Um, Just to make you like a little bit more relaxed, more in, um, just a little bit more focused on your breath. Like I said, you don't have to. But I'm going to ask you to start with three deep breaths in one two three pause and then out five six seven okay now that we got that out the way um as you can see by the title of this podcast um we're gonna be talking about the fear of change now um when i say the fear of change i mean that in terms of literally every and anything um whatever you're going through like I said this podcast this specific episode might resonate with a lot of the listeners that this particular like whole podcast could be projecting because most of my audience are high school students and if you're not a high school student listening you know what I mean um use this use this advice or use this um what I have to say with just implement it into any part of your life you know what I mean it doesn't you don't have to be a certain type of quote-unquote character or a person to be able to relate to this certain stuff you know I want to reach every single type of audience I just know that like I don't want to say necessarily the way that I talk because one of the comments I did get from my last episode was I'm a character and um like I have a certain type of personality and it's very entertaining and I I respected that I respected that I'm not saying I'm you know not funny and all but you know (laughs) you know like I I'm not boring and the tone of my voice you know what I mean like 
it can attract certain people or it can reject certain people which is completely fine but like I said I just want to hit every single type of audience type so like I said if this resonates with you it resonates with you um the fear of change like I said it can you can implement this talk into whatever um the things that I do want to mention are my experiences with the fear of change and then you know tactics you can use to I guess train your brain into not being so scared of change because change does not have to be a bad thing at all change opens many doors for people change you know change can be beautiful it might be scary but it can be so beautiful because even if you don't gain anything well I don't even want to say that because you always gain something out of change if it's not physical, it's definitely mental. You learn something. You know, say you lose something. You're still gaining something at the end of the day because that you're gaining that knowledge, if that makes sense. You know? You know. Um, the fear of change in my experience. So, growing up, um, I had a really... I don't want to say dysfunctional because I feel like that's a really strong word. You know, I grew up in a very loving homes. Homes with an S. Um, I was in and out of like my mom's house and my aunt's house and I kind of bounced back and forth for a while. Um, just, you know, family issues like growing up, uh, I grew up with my aunt and all my cousins. That was lit. If you ever live with your cousins, you know what I'm talking about. Like that, that chunk of my life was so fun. I mean, we weren't bad because my aunt, like she had us like on point, like manners, like everything. She had us on point. But the stuff, like, the type of stuff that we used to get into when we were younger was so fun. Like, oh, my God, I miss it so much. I need to visit them. They live um, in northern Michigan, like, upper more. <laughs> if you know, Michigan is shaped like a, uh, a mitten. I almost said a muffin. It's shaped like a mitten. They live in more of the, uh, like, the pinky, if that makes sense. And the part that I stay in now, we're more of in the bottom thumb it's it's weird explaining it especially if you're not from Michigan but yeah if you know what the state is shaped like that's just to visualize it I guess but yeah I miss them and that <laughs> so yeah um I was you know uh, back and forth a lot but when I was living with my aunt we traveled a lot growing up I never understood why now that I'm much older and you know can actually understand what was going on it was definitely like a money issue we moved around a lot just because you know little stuff would pop here and there and stuff happens you know adult life happens let me say that life would happen and so we would have to move you know a few times and my aunt her husband he had a lot of family like around the states like uh we moved to Ludington um we moved to um Texas we moved to Indiana um, and we were just all over us, especially Texas, too. Like, I think we hit Mercedes, Colleen, um, West Lico, um, where else? Anyway, we were, we were in a lot of places in Texas, but I was so used to moving around that, I don't know, it never really bothered me growing up. Like, I never minded just getting up, packing my stuff, and leaving. Because even when I moved with my mom after living with my aunt and growing up with my cousins for so long, I stayed with my mom from, like for like a good five years and then I just said you know basically fuck it and lived with my dad it was my first time moving with my dad it was my junior year of high school and I wasn't hesitant about it at all like it was definitely you know an iffy situation for him because it's like 
I'm a 17 year old how is he gonna handle me like (laughs) as harsh as that sounds like you know I don't want to say I'm a hard like I'm hard to raise or whatever or I'm hard to quote-unquote take care of but you know a teenage girl like that can be very intimidating especially for like an adult man type shit because you know I'm basically a grown woman I'm not grown grown but I'm getting there so it can be kind of hard especially you know bringing up certain conversations if needed um and just in terms of everything you know what I mean if you can just visualize that yeah that would probably be a kind of a like situation but yeah no I wasn't hesitant at all I got up and I was like okay new experience let's let's go let's go learn let's go let's go see what this is about but the reason why I was like that is because like I said growing up living with my aunt like we well at the time I couldn't you know have a problem with it because it was like I had to go you know what I mean like I'm I'm uh six years old 10 years old I have to go you know what I mean I can't stay I mean I can stay because my mom was still in my life like she would come and visit me because the gap between like distance I think it was like um yeah it was like a five to six hour drive so what my mom would do is she would like come see me on the weekends and stuff and um so yeah like I said she was still in my life so it was never a problem if I really did want to live with her it was just a um a comfortability not even an issue but a comfortability thing like I felt more comfortable being with my cousins because they were like my brothers and sisters it was it was five of us and we were we were close we did everything together and I loved it and I miss it I I really do but yeah that was that was that and so I never had an issue with just getting up and moving around because I was conditioned like that from such a young age that it was it was just another year you know what I mean I feel like uh and it was probably not I just I don't really remember that kind of scene in my life is a little clouded uh, <laughs> but um I feel like it was like years it felt really it felt seasonal but it was definitely like chunks of years like we would stay like in Texas for like a year and a half and then we moved to Lansing for like a year and a half and then back to northern Michigan for like another year and a half and then to Indiana and then to Texas and then boom 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 you know what I mean so it was just a lot of change always um I don't remember going to too many different schools really I think we really just rotated between like three schools probably maybe two yeah about like two or three schools but it was never that serious to me like I said change was never that scary for me but um I was really starting to see it through the perspective as like people started like I would tell them like uh like tell people around me like for example like my friend from school um I would tell them like yeah this is how I grew up and I would move around a lot and I never really had a problem with it da 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 and they're looking at me backwards like really like and you liked that and I'm like I mean I I had to like it you know what I mean I couldn't say I just don't want to go I mean I can but you know I can't just really say like I don't want to go because that's my family like I'm just gonna pack my bags and go with them so um it like I said it was a very conditioned thing and I was so used to it that when I explained like how my lifestyle was when I was younger and really how it is now because this summer actually I'm gonna be moving back to northern Michigan um I have I've been offered a job opportunity gonna be making a little bit more I just got certified as a nurse aide and I'm very proud of myself um I worked very hard I studied I studied my ass off and I was really anxious about taking that exam because, (laughs) 
there was girls crying and I felt so bad and I'm like oh my god those girls are so smart so if they fail what does that mean for me but in those kind of situations you can't do that because then you're just degrading yourself because you should know your worth you know what I mean and I should have had that mindset from the beginning it was just making me a little bit anxious because I'm like I know her level of these skills or their level because you know there was boys and girls who both failed I'm not saying boys and girls were crying but like there was some people that were crying because they failed and um it was just it was just very anxious but yeah I've been offered a job opportunity up north so I'm gonna go do that and I and when the opportunity was offered to me I'm like okay shoot let me finish let me get my little diploma real quick let me quit my job put my two weeks in and boom I'll be up there I'll be up there until I start uh till I start my Henry Ford College so that's gonna be something and um yeah I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> I forgot what the main discussion was. It was basically just my experience of uh, of change. I'm comfortable with change. I really am. But, uh, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. When it comes to people who are just not so used to it, because I was saying how, like, when I explain it to other people, they kind of look at me backwards like, oh my god, like, that didn't affect you, like, mentally? Like, you're not, you don't have attachment issues? Like, da-da-da-da. And maybe I do. Because, I mean, I haven't been in too many, like, romantic relationships, or I don't have a really bad relationship with any of my parents, really, and I don't see anything else that I could be, that I can, um, turn into, like, something unhealthy that has to do with attachment issues, so I don't think I do, but I've definitely been asked that before, like, from moving around so much, do you have, like, attachment issues, are you always like da da da? And I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> like I'm fine. It's it's a conditioned thing. Like I'm just so used to it. Um, but yeah, I think uh when you're put in a position where it's a it's an uncertainty. Like you're, for example, offered a really big opportunity. Like how I was just explaining, I was. Um, this job opportunity. It's gonna be it's gonna be really big for me because this is gonna be my first official uh quote-unquote big girl job you know what I mean I've been working these little fast food foodie jobs in which are jobs you know what I mean like there's actual grown people who work at those and that's no hate towards them you know what I mean that's no like um discredit towards them for being a certain age working those but I just know for my comfortability and where I want to be in life that's not my standard like that's not where that's not what I want to be doing so um this job that I've been offered up north which is a CNA job um is going to be a big deal for me and when you're offered something like that and you have anxious thoughts about the fear of the unknown well what if I don't like the job or what if when I move up there I don't like living up there but it's good pay so I feel like I have to stay up there and blah 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 and just all these reasons you know what I mean really try to look at those bad reasons and find the logic in them you know what I mean are you saying this because you're just making up excuses and you're and the result is you're probably going to regret it later or are you like are these reasons valid because you know if you have a good intuition and you believe that like it's probably not the smartest idea for me to do this then boom maybe for real don't go <laughs> like you should know like what's right but if you have that little iffy like thought in your head well maybe I should go but I don't know you know what I mean then that's when you need to really like dissect the reasons why not and why even if it's writing it down on a piece of paper yep we're about to go back to second grade 
writing the pro the little bubble the little bubble chart you know where the little bubbles are like going into each other and they got the middle part the right part and left part i forgot what it's called but yeah do one of those pros and cons and the in-between stuff <laughs> i forgot what it's called i forgot but yeah even writing one of those or a little t-chart you know um i wanted to bring up how it's like a like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is a normal, like, trait. Like, this is not something that is uncommon. Like, everybody has a slight fear of the unknown. Like I said, it's common. We have this part in our brain called the uh, amygdala, and it's commonly referred to as the lizard brain. It's, It's like the shape of, like, two almonds put together, basically, and it's, like, in the middle back of our brain. Like I said, the amygdala. Look it up and it's it signals fear the only thing about that is that it doesn't know good fear from bad fear what i mean by that i mean it doesn't know the difference between oh i'm in danger fear and it doesn't know the difference between of this is just anxious fear i might actually learn something out of this because this is out of my comfort zone it's just a shoot of adrenaline saying like oh my gosh fight or flight you know what i mean that lizard brain doesn't like I said, doesn't know the difference between good fear and bad fear. And you need to take that into accountability yourself to determine whether that fear is good or bad. You can do that by, you know, putting yourself in more uncomfortable situations by starting with little stuff. I know that things that I do, and I do this just because it's a pure like personality trait, but I speak up a lot at school like I don't mind raising my hand and if you're one of those kids that just purely like feels uncomfortable maybe because it's like a personal like issue you have um maybe you're just really shy but start putting yourself out there more because at the end of the day and I will never forget one of my friends told me from Ohio I love her so much her name is Tavia shout out to you we were having a conversation one time we were at we were at starbucks like i said i will never forget this moment no we were not at starbucks look at me go <laughs> i will never forget this moment i'm talking about a whole different thing we were at a noodle shop oh my god those noodles were so good i fucked that shit up it was so good i forgot what it was called but it was in the city of dublin dublin is so cute i know there's a lot of shit talked about ohio but ohio is actually really beautiful when I was there, I lived, like I said, when I lived there with my dad, I was just talking about earlier, we lived in Columbus, Ohio, and it was like literally 15 minutes away from um, Ohio State University. So there was like a lot of like stuff to do around there. And I'm saying that because like when it's like a college area, they would call it like just campus. Um, they like make specific buildings, not for college students, but for younger people. So there was like a lot of clubs, a lot of bars, and there was just a lot of stuff to do there. And anyway, in Dublin, we went to this noodle shop and she told me, she was like some, whenever you're having like an anxiety attack, a panic attack, or just really like a lot of obsessive thoughts, try and find the logic in them. I said this earlier, like literally five minutes ago, but it's a quote from her. Find the logic in your anxious thoughts. And it's because it's true. When you're having a thought of, say, the future, Oh, well, what's going to happen if they say no? Or that's just an example. Or what's going to happen if this this happens or this? Well, first of all, you're trying to predict the future. Last time I checked, um, you're not a fortune teller. You are not a fortune teller. So it's like, that's number one where you should stop yourself. And second of all, you're you're just making an excuse at the end of the day. 
at the end of the day you're just making an excuse because literally the worst that can happen is you learn something and how is that bad how is learning something bad no matter the outcome you are learning something unless you're like dying or something you know you do something stupid should i jump off the cliff like something like that something like that okay yeah you're gonna die like something like that but like if it's like something you know you're asking somebody something or you need to know whether you should make this choice or not at the end of the day even if it's a good outcome or a quote-unquote bad outcome because i don't think you should look at things as bad outcomes because when something learned comes out of it boom take bad out of it it's not bad anymore you know um it's always going to be that learning experience that's all i have to say with that and you just need to find it in yourself to train your brain to understand like whether this is dangerous fear or whether this is the learning type of fear like i said doing it situational looking at a situation from the outside perspective don't just simply make decisions out of emotion that's one thing you cannot do because making decisions out of emotion is going to be an instant regret i can tell you that think of a time you were sad or angry or i don't know maybe even happy and you made an impulsive decision did you or did you not instantly regret it (laughs) because i don't know from your experience but i definitely did making a decision out of pure sadness or like i said irritation or angriness can be a you know most of the time an instant regret or not even an instant regret you know you have some time to reflect and you're like man maybe i shouldn't have did it (laughs) maybe i could have handled that a little bit better but it's because you need to look at situations from the outside perspective and that takes learning it really does that comes with maturity experience failing trial and error and like i said there's no such thing as a bad experience because if you learn something out of it boom you can instantly take bad out of it it's all about perspective and that's what the as above so below mindset is you know what i mean training your brain to understand that it's all about perspective if you're learning something that's an automatic positive trait and positivity should outweigh any bad situation it's gonna take some time to you know train your brain to do that but i promise it's worth it i have not fully gone there yet because you know there is sometimes i beat up myself because something didn't go my way but at the end of the day if you use that as above so below mindset to put into perspective of you know well maybe this could have been a learning experience or maybe something wasn't meant to be it'll be an automatic weight lift off your shoulders and i think that's really important i really do um this was a bit of a shorter podcast i don't want to end it right here i don't want to end it like this i don't okay then let's not period like i said this is uncut i don't care this is very uncut i'm never cutting i, I don't want to say i'm never because <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i had to reshoot this like four times because first of all like i said i'm sitting in the car right and it's pitch black outside it's 11 17 right now tell me why the first two times i had to restart it because i kept stuttering boom um yeah i was very irritated at myself i wanted to like punch myself in the face i kept stuttering so i had to restart the audio like twice and then um as i'm recording i'm like five minutes deep into the podcast i see my stepdad open the door and he's like turn on the car i'm like i look over i'm like who is this black man yelling at me (laughs) like who is that and i'm like oh it's my stepdad and he's like trying to do the hand motions i can't see him because it's pitch black and i open the door and i'm like what 
He's like, turn on the car. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, turn on the car. <laughs> I'm like, is there an on button or something? He's talking about twisting the keys all the way. He's like, I don't want my battery to die. I'm like, um, okay. You just interrupted my podcast. But I get it. I get it, I guess. So I had to delete that. And this is, like I said, this is like my fourth, my fifth take. So bear with me. Um, I'm still learning. And shoot, like I said, this is my second, well, technically third, because I do have that trailer. This is my third, like, time recording myself. So, definitely, like, give me some leeway. Because by my 10th podcast, boom, I'll be point A, point B, point C, and done. Like, it'll sound so smooth and so nice. I listen to a lot of TED Talks and a lot of podcasts. Like, um, I listen to a lot of Leo Skeppy. You should definitely, like, tune into his podcast because those are pure positivity he tells you what you don't want to hear i was listening to a podcast that i thought didn't relate to me i just wanted to see what it was about and he was pointing out shit and i'm like oh i do that <laughs> let me stop so you know he's just kind of like that relatable like big brother talk basically you know he, he's really good i follow him on tiktok and everything he's funny he's he's real funny he's like a um he's like a little gym guru you know what i mean He's a little gym guru. He's cool. He's cool. But yeah, my night is going wonderful. And I hope your guys' night is going just as good. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and end the podcast right here. Um, I am posting these every Saturday. Today is Saturday. Obviously, right now, if you're listening, um, I am recording this on a Friday night. Well, it's about to be, it's about to be Saturday and like... It's 11.20, so whatever that math, 40 minutes. It's about to be, wait, four, five, six, whatever. Yeah, in about uh, 40 minutes. So I'll let this out. Uh, obviously, it's afternoon if you're listening to this. But yeah, um, every Saturday, tune into the podcast. Uh, everywhere that you can keep up with me is going to be in this description. I have my TikTok, PregnantWorm666. Don't clown the username, please. I made it when I was like... And it can be changed, obviously. I just don't want to. I made it when I was, like, 14, 13. I don't know. One of those. On my Instagram, JujuXLuna. And then, actually, in my bio of that Instagram is going to be, like, my spam page. And it's not too crazy of a spam page. Like, I'm not one of them types that post, like, every single thought I have in just random pictures. Like, no. Like, I post my throwaway photos on there. So, like, whenever I do a photo shoot or, like I said, post on Instagram or whatever... Um, all the pictures I didn't post that I felt like were post-worthy, but like I said, just didn't post them, um, will go on that page. So, I don't know. It's quality photos. It's quality photos, definitely. And, um, yeah. My TikTok, my Instagram. I'm not really active on Twitter, so don't worry about that. will all be in the description. Um, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Uh, if anything resonates with you in this podcast... Make sure to leave a five star. You ain't got to, but I'm just asking. It would be real nice if you did. Um, And yeah, leave a five star rating. Thank you for listening. Bye.